Welcome to the Eat This Not That podcast. This episode is all about kicking your sugar addiction. Really, it's true, you can do it, we're gonna help. This episode is also brought to you by Bob's Red Mill. And coming up later on, I'm gonna tell you about an Eat This Not That favorite from Bob's Red Mill that fits in nicely with today's discussion. Now, sugar, it has quickly taken on the role of food villain for many of us, and it's been tied to a host of nasty health issues and credited with helping to fuel the obesity epidemic that is not just happening here, but in other countries as well, actually. I see over in London, they're talking about actually lobbying a a sugar tax, as some U.S. cities here have have talked about. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the reasons I'm really excited about this show and this topic is because sugar is such a daunting thing to think about, me included, and Megan, I think for you too. Absolutely. that it's it's hard to think about getting control of it. And I'll be honest with you, you know, I have a sweet tooth. It continues to be a challenge for me. I've been trying to cut back on added sugars for, for years. And I have spells where I go a good amount of time, but then I, I backslide something fierce. But today, today we are joined by Jeff Satari. He is the executive editor of Eat This, Not That magazine and author of our newest book, The 14-Day no sugar diet, lose up to a pound a day, and find your path to better health. Jeff, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, John and Megan. Welcome. It's great right. to be here. Now, before we dive into it, I mentioned at the top that I'd share how one of our favorite companies and the presenting sponsor of this podcast can help you cut added sugars from your diet. First, you really want to add some more fiber to your diet, and that's a great way and one of the ways that's helped me kind of cut back on on sugars. And a good way to do that is with whole grains like the kind that come from Bob's Red Mills, where every product is of the highest quality and is minimally processed from their stone mill in Oregon to your table. As a matter of fact, the team at Eat This Not That recently recognized Bob's Red Mill as one of the healthiest food brands in the grocery store. According to our editors, quote, from baking essentials to those who want more than refined white flour to nutritional boosters to ancient grains, Bob's Red Mill makes it easier to eat a healthier diet filled with more whole grains and seeds. And the editors eat this pick from Bob's Red Mill, Bob's Red Mill fruit and seed muesli. A quarter cup will get you 130 calories, only three and a half grams of fat, no sodium, 21 grams of carbs, and here's the kicker, just three grams of sugar. Now, that's a great compliment to Greek yogurt, or you could do like I do and let some soak in a, in a cup with some unsweetened almond milk, and then you've got a really nice mid-morning or afternoon snack. Yeah, so that's, nice. that's one way, that's one way of, <laughs> of trying to kind of, you know, I said minimize my own, my own added sugar habit. Um, and good one for of, you. Good yeah, for you. It's, it's, hey, it's a battle, right? And, and it is for so many of us. But struggle is real. It's sure. all too real, especially if you have kids. Like I have you know, two young boys in the house, so yeah. it's it's not realistic for me to think about just removing sugar from the pantry. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No right? way. I mean, I took them for breakfast on Saturday. It was like pancakes <laughs> laden with with syrup, syrup and you know no chocolate chips or, or anything like that at least. But you, you know, I'm small. sure you have some boxed cereal in the house, perhaps. We, you know, we do, but neither I, believe it or not, neither neither the boys are big cold cereal fans. They don't eat it in a bowl with milk and it's not the sweet and it's like Cheerios, like the plain Cheerios. Um, Some of the, um, the Barbara's varieties of cereal, which are, which are not bad as well. And really small dosages there. You know what it is? It's for them. It's, it's the snack bars, you know, the granola Mm -hmm. bar kind of things. And even if you're buying the, the, the more organic varieties, not the, the traditional chewy granola bars, they're still, 
you know, but we keep it to, you know, we, we were pretty ac- active at looking at the ingredients and the packages and, and we try and focus on keeping it under nine grams per serving, mm-hmm. especially when it comes, when it comes to the boys, you know, donuts is, you know, that's just, donuts are going to happen. That's just once in a while going to happen. Yeah. Once in a while or, <laughs> or once often. or twice a week. <laughs> um, but that's, you know, that's, that's the crux of it, right? It's like, and that's, that's what's great about the Eat This team and everyone involved with the brand is, is they get to kind of share and, and express how passionate they are about health and wellness and, and how, how, how this actually affects our personal lives as well. And Jeff, I know this, this comes you know, home for you as well, especially in regards to, to this project. Yeah, exactly. That's it's so true. Uh, a few years back, I was working on a, on a book with an endocrinologist, and uh, it was an anti-aging book. And as part of my research, she had me take all of these blood tests. And one of the blood tests was, you may have heard of it, it's HA1C, it's uh, hemoglobin A1C. And the beauty of this blood test is that <clears throat> it, it measures your blood sugar over a period of time, a period of several months, so it's highly accurate. In fact, this, this uh, endocrinologist, Florence Comite, suggests that it, it's, a, it's a measure of your longevity. It's so important. Well, what she told me after the, I had the blood test, was that I was pre-diabetic, mm-hmm. and that blew me away. I mean, I'm a, I was yeah. a, I've been a, a health journalist for 20 right. years. I know about pre-diabetes, mm-hmm. and yet it snuck up behind me. I thought I was eating well. I thought I was exercising. I mean, I do exercise, and still... It it napped it nipped me in the butt. What's surprising almost is that it took this long, right? I feel like diabetes has become almost so commonplace that it's less of a of a shock. Like you had this moment of of shock and, and realization of like, oh my goodness, like pre diabetes, where I feel like so many people are like, yeah, you know, pre diabetic or I'm I'm diabetic, and now it's type one, type two. It's become so commonplace here because of the way we're eating now, and because you know added sugars is certainly a factor. There are other factors, by the way. Like we shouldn't make sugar the sole kind of villain when it comes to diabetes, of course, but... Well, it's, it's very scary because, um, you know, ni- 84 million Americans have pre-diabetes. And, wow. and here's the That's scariest part. Do you know how many know about it? Well, 90% right. don't know yeah. about it, not, just right. like I was. I, I did not know about it and, it, and it really blew me away. And it scared me, frankly. It scared me into doing something about it. So I'm so thankful that I had that blood test to kind of get me on track. Yeah. And like, that's crazy. I had a similar realization, not in in regards to diabetes, but you know, I grew up in a household where I don't, I don't know. I can't, can't tell you the last time my father went and had like a routine checkup, even like I have no recollection of that. I don't know how often he goes. I assume it's, it's decades between checkups perhaps. Uh, and I had kind of fallen into, into the same mode and it wasn't until, you know, a little while ago that I actually went and said, okay, like I need to get a, a checkup. And what, what doing that, what making that decision did for me has dictated the last year and a half of my life, unlike anything else. Not because there was anything like really threatening or glaring, mm-hmm. but it was just the the cautionary tales told by the doctor and from some of the readings, right? My, my weight was a little higher than it should have been. My cholesterol a little higher than they would have liked to have seen. And, you know, the trend line was what concerned me more than anything. As if it continued on those trend lines, then, you know, sitting here now, I'd be in a much worse place. So, you know, I say that to say, like, if if you haven't gotten this test or if you haven't gotten a checkup like like you did and, and kind of if you don't have this information, you can't deal with it. You can't take the steps necessary to actually correct the problem. And then before you know it, it's not pre-diabetes. It's what is it? Type, it's a, it's a, right? Type 2 diabetes. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, what what you're describing is is typical of primarily men. Mm-hmm. Men feel that they're invincible. I to be one. You yeah. are one. I am. And uh, I don't know, Megan, you probably take pretty good care <laughs> of yourself and you probably I go to the doctor re- regularly. Yes. Women tend to. Absolutely. Trying to get my husband to go. It's like say, pulling teeth. <clears throat> it's right. the worst. Um, but, you know, I'm definitely in tune with my body whenever I have any type of aches, pain, anything, I go get it checked out. But yeah, I think that is just one of the fundamental differences between men and women, for sure. Yeah. Well, John, you, you, you pointed out that it's, it's really about prevention. It's about knowing what's going on in your body. Because if you don't know, you're, you're just going into it all blind. And, right. and that's why, you know, uh, regular checkups are important. But uh, often, even our doctors aren't prescribing uh, some of the blood work that, that is really necessary to give you a a closer picture of what's going on inside your body. And that's why uh, this endocrinologist, she practices what's called precision medicine. She's really about taking a deep dive into your physiology and seeing what the interplay of, of your genes and your lifestyle and, and how that's uh, manifesting itself in your health. So it's, it's really important to do. And I think it's not it's not as easy as just you know even if you if you even if you had a checkup and you know you need to deal with it it's not as easy as just saying like okay I'm I'm going to cut back on sweets right that's really right. not the crux of this here and that's you know that's one of the things that that you uncover and help people kind of realize uh, with with the the no sugar diet is that you know added sugars have become so pervasive in our daily diets in the in the everyday foods that we eat that you probably don't think about you might not be surprised when you find out they're there but you, it, they're not front and center right like some of these and a lot of the foods that are even marketed as health foods right. are laden with all these hidden sugars you know it's not just cutting out cakes and cookies and ice cream the obvious it's the condiments we use. It's Absolutely. things like smoothies, you know, and you get into it in your book, and I'm sure you'll talk about that. Yeah, a it's not bit. just the stuff that's in that uh, sugar bowl on the kitchen counter. It's, right. it's hidden sugars, right. and that's and and they're pervasive. They're everywhere. In fact, if it comes in a bag or a box or a can or you know, it's definitely has added sugars in it, and mm-hmm. you need to read those those labels. Mm-hmm. One of the things uh, about added sugars is that. They are so hidden from us, we don't really understand exactly how much we're getting. Kick mm-hmm. a can of Coke for, or any kind of soda, for example, it's about 9 to 12 uh, teaspoons of sugar. I mean, pour, pour 9 teaspoons of sugar out on the kitchen counter, right. and that's what you're drinking when you have a can right. of soda. And that's about the equivalent of three and a half donuts, if that'll give you a picture of right. what you're taking. So Some people have a couple... Cans of soda a day, which is yeah, which is a crazy habit. And the thing about added sugars is, the more you have, the more you want. It That's right. Triggers cravings. That's right. And you know, soda is an obvious food. What are some of the, what are some of, some of the least obvious sources of these added sugars? Bread is is got to be one of them. Bread, of yeah. course. But right. here here's here's something that sounds healthy. Often yogurt. Flavored yogurts mm-hmm. are full of sugar, right? And you think you're doing yourself a favor by having a yogurt instead of a bagel. It's got fruit, right? It's, it's got it's fruit, got fruit it's, in there. It's got calcium in it, but honey. it's loaded, honey. It's loaded with you know could be upwards of 27 grams of sugar in mm-hmm. in, a in a cup of yogurt, yeah. and you know and, you're better and off just getting plain Greek yogurt and adding plain fresh Greek yogurt. Add add right? some blueberries mm-hmm. exactly, and and you get the sweetness, even a bit of raw local honey. To to yep. sweeten it up mm-hmm. a little bit, you're you're 
dramatically cutting down on the on the sugar grams in in what you're eating. And quick aside, local honey, if you can, right? Because local it help, it's going to help you fight off allergies. That's right. And a lot support of the honey the bees. support right. the bees. Yes. Support Absolutely. the bees. So it's a, I, this was a, a recent realization for me, and I've started to, to really focus yeah, on Yeah, and a lot of the honey you get in, in stores is, is so coming from, yeah. it's processed, you don't know it's, where coming it's coming from, from. China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, buy the local honey. I'm a beekeeper, so I'm, I'm a big advocate. Really? I didn't know that. Look at that. <laughs> wow. New dis- discovery. Why don't you bring us some of your honey next time? Next, next time. time. <laughs> All right. Now, speaking of discoveries, and sugar being one of those few things that a few of us really want to admit that we have a problem with, yours truly included. I like my sweets. But sometimes you have to come to terms with letting go, even if it's just a little. But I'm a guy, and for us, it's hard to admit when we have to let go of something. And for some of my friends now, I see them wrestling with letting go of their hair, even just a little bit of it. But just like kicking your sugar addiction can be easier than you think, it can be easier to keep the hair that you have now. It's actually easier than replacing it. Just check out 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Believe it or not, 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. But it's time to make a decision. Just like deciding to kick a sugar habit or another choice that impacts your health or happiness, do you want a bald spot to pop up or do you want to do something about it first? I thought so. Hims is your best solution. They connect you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. Bonus, no waiting rooms. Double bonus, the products get shipped straight to your door. Order now. Our listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today, right now while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to 4 slash eat. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash eat. 4 slash eat. Hi, this is Jim Miller. Available now, Origins Chapter 5, Sex in the City, Present at Creation. Featuring Sarah Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis, Cynthia Nixon, Chris Noth, and others from the seminal series, now marking its 20th anniversary. The first day of production of the series, I walked a couple blocks to the set, and I never looked back. We're going to throw a spotlight on the show's earliest days in an effort to understand how it all got started and some of the craziness from there. Sometimes women are having sex that's really horrible and that they don't even want to be having. You know, it was a shock to the system and a lot of the critics were just like, what the heck is this? I mean, the whole Mr. Big thing has got real leg to it, (laughs) for better or worse. Join us for Origins Deep Dive into Sex in the City, the story behind the show that revolutionized the adult sitcom and reimagined the eternal search for lust and, of course, love. They were like, let's just make a show. If we all are happy, we'll do more. Get it now on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you get your shows. Okay, Jeff. Now, talking about simplicity, because that's the best way to, to tackle a complex problem like dealing with sugar. Right. There's simple steps here. What's like? What's the focus of step one? Well, we've been talking about added added sugars and hidden sugars. So it's really educating yourself as to what and where those hidden sugars are, so that you can cut them out of your diet. Right. I mean, eating fresh whole foods, you can't go wrong. They don't have added sugars, so that's one step. Mm-hmm. And we talked about those hidden sugars: breads, uh, tomato sauce, ketchup. ketchup is is bad. Soups, soups, yogurt, frozen dinners. Frozen dinners can be bad. So it's really critical to look at not just the um, the nutrition label to see how much sugar is in there, but look at the ingredients because you know the last time I counted, there were oh, there were more than I think there were more than eighty four different names for sugar or different eighty four different ways a 
that sugar can appear on an ingredient label. Right. And one of the worst is high fructose corn yep. syrup. Right, which so many people are They juices, add that to so. bread. They add that to everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and energy bars. You think energy bars are healthy, mm-hmm. but they're called energy bars for a reason. They got a lot of right. energy, which means sugar. And, and speaking of that, like this was, this was one of those health kind of head fakes that, that always got me. When it came to en- energy bars, you'd see something like brown rice syrup. Yeah. And I think brown ri- brown rice is good. Ooh, I, yeah, should, I should I should be healthy. eating brown rice. Right. It's sugar. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Anything that ends in in os, right? right. That's that sugar, dextrose, and, yeah. maltose, all those kinds of fructose, obviously. Um, honey is an added is an added sugar. So be careful with that. If you're adding some honey to granola, to granola, or I I tend to put it on my oatmeal in the morning. You know, I try to keep it under a teaspoon. Honey is very very sweet. You don't yeah. need a lot right. to, to sweeten yeah. whatever you're sweetening. So. Great. And then so so you identify the, the hidden calories, identify those those foods that are kind of sidetracking you, and, and then what? Stop the uh, drinking of all those sweet beverages, beverages, right? We talked about know, soda, the, but the soda, sports drinks. Sports drinks are loaded with sugar. Juices, you think orange juice yeah. is, is good for you, but it's it's got a lot of sugars in it. You know what I do? I I love orange juice. I take half a glass, I cut it with water. It reduces the amount of sugar you're you're taking. A packaged orange juice. You're not talking about fresh squeezed. Right. Well, I'll even do it with fresh squeezed. I do some of it with fresh squeezed just to keep it. And I don't need things that sweet anymore. Since I've been cutting sugar out of my beverages, especially coffee, I used to take three Mm -hmm. teaspoons of of sugar in my coffee. Now I take it black. I can't. I can't even have sugar in my coffee, Same. and it's only taken me about a week to get over it. Yep. It's a short, exactly. it's a short learning curve when it you really do it. Really I think we've all we've all been there and done that, yeah. and we're we're all kind of surprised. And it's like I can't even think of sweetening my coffee no. right now, or, or iced tea for that up. matter. Like right. same same with same with iced tea. I don't I don't I drink it unsweetened now. You know, this is another area where we're really vigilant with with my boys. They don't drink uh, fruit juices very rarely mm-hmm. if they're at a birthday party. It's there, but we don't stock it in the house. Um, and if we do kind of give them a little bit of like a like a zero sugar vitamin water or something like that we always cut it it's like a third you know that and then two-thirds water so it's not it's really watered down it's just enough to kind of get a hint yeah, of taste yeah but well, i can i could put a slice of lemon in their in their water bottle and they think that's that's juice that's perfect way to go dad right that's yeah. the way to do it i mean 30, no, I'm, still, I'm still gonna take them to dunkin donuts <laughs> and, and we're gonna get those three donuts that we would have drank otherwise one but, thing to keep in mind is that 30 the average american 33 percent of his calories comes from sweetened beverages every whoa. day that's a huge oh, number that's of a calories huge so that that tells you how many how much sweetened beverages we're And those are going right to the bloodstream, right? Because there's no fiber no attached fiber. to that sugar. Right. It, it elevates your blood sugar. And what does that do? Uh, insulin comes in and if and the sugar that insulin, insulin can't deal with becomes stored as fat. And it also triggers more cravings for sugar. Okay. So step two is cutting out all the sugary beverages. And right. what would be next? Step three. It's, uh, it's keeping... Uh, sugars out of the house. I mean, mm-hmm. think about right. it. M and M's, you have, or any candy for that matter, chips for that matter, anything in a bowl on your on your kitchen counter. Every time you walk by, what are you going to do? You're yeah, gonna, grab a handful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's mindless eating. When you're eating a candy, for me, you know, you open a bag of it and you're doing something else. It's mindless. It's the epitome of yeah. mindless eating. Yeah. And you know, those of us who have kids in the house, they they're gonna, they're going to have these things in the house mm-hmm. in a bowl. 
So uh, the key is really to keep it out. If it's if it's out of sight, it's out of belly. That's my mantra. And yep. if it's out of your house, even better. Even right? better. Because then you, better. you don't have to worry about that. Because you're not going to go out, you're right. not going to run out to the store for for some chocolate candy. Just, right. Well, just, depends. Well, some sometimes. Of, some of us are, all right. All right. <laughs> Definitely sometimes. But it's a so. lot harder, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I've never been pregnant, but I've been around someone who yes, has been. Yes, and me too. I, you know, maybe you're making a run every now and then. <laughs> yes. Chocolate and pickles, right? Chocolate and pickles. There we go. And how important how important is the the fiber aspect? We mentioned it before, but it's like you know, the difference between, you know, and this is this is where people get hung up a lot of times. They think, okay, I've got to get rid of sugars uh, and and they think that's fruit. Like I'm not going to eat as much fruit, but it's like, no, don't don't go to the extreme. Don't go so far that right. you do adverse you know, benefits to your health by not eating, you know, your servings of fruit and vegetables right. Right, throughout the day. Right, fruit and vegetables have a you lot of that. other good stuff. Right. Right. Like, and they're like packed with sugars fiber. aren't created equal, right? So like if right. you're talking about the natural sugar in fruit versus the sugar in soda, like how does your body react differently to those types of sugars? Right, well, the thing you're getting with fruits and vegetables, you're getting the sugars, but you're also getting the nutrients and fiber, fiber. Right. which mm-hmm. is the key. Fiber acts like, like brakes on your car. It slows the sugar getting into your bloodstream so you don't have those huge spikes that that cause cravings that trigger fat storage and keep you eating more and more sugar it slows things down and that's why you always want to get fiber when you're having your sugar that's right mm-hmm. and fruit obviously with fruit that comes packed naturally if you're yes. eating an orange if you're eating a banana or an apple especially like right. there's fiber what if you know what if you're you're adding some sweetener what's a, is are there good ways or are there easy ways to make sure you know you're balancing it with fiber you know like if you're a peanut butter and jelly make sure that you're having whole grain bread whole grain packed, bread you know and, and again like look at you know peanut butter and jelly sandwich which again like it's, it's happening in my home you know more often than not and look at that packaging on the bread and if there's if there's high sugar in the bread plus the peanut butter the peanut butter is another place that can pack added sugars right that you don't it can if you're yeah. unless you're buying natural peanut butter and you butter. should buy natural peanut butter there's right. there's lots of added sugars in peanut butter so try to buy then, the natural stuff. and then the jelly and then and, the jelly, and then yeah. if you're fe- and if you're feeding a lunch to to a child let's say and there's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and the bread's loaded with added sugars the peanut butter has added sugars the jelly is of course sugar <laughs> and you're 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 giving them a, a you know an apple juice on the side then when that kid acts like a maniac for the yeah, next 35 45 minutes <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's shame on you absolutely you got to temper it with some uh some high fiber bread you gotta make you gotta make better decisions but even oatmeal i mean if you're gonna have you know if you have one yeah you're you're having oatmeal there's a lot of flavored yogurts out uh flavored oatmeals out there that have tons of sugar in them so you know go with steel cut oatmeal and and uh sweeten it up with some fresh blueberries yep the same the fiber will temper that that hit of uh, and blood just buy, sugar. And just buy frozen ones. Like buy, buy frozen yeah. while, and just throw them in when you throw in the microwave. I just throw mine in the microwave in the morning for two minutes. Frozen like frozen fruit is terrific. It's great for smoothies. It's mm-hmm. great to, to toss into yogurt. And it's always on hand. And it right. never goes bad if it's in your refrigerator. And smoothies smoothies is another one. Sorry, I didn't mean no, that. No, no, that's okay. But I was just going to say just... smoothies is another area where it's easy to forget the fiber. And you should add some kind of fiber component to your smoothies, right? So that way you're not getting a blast of, of sugar. Sure. Flax seeds are Flax great. Seeds Chia seeds, chia seeds, oats, provide, rolled oats, even because you're just blending it up anyway. Oats, all of that is great, and that and the flaxseed oil get get some fats in there. They also mm-hmm. slow the absorption, the sugar right. absorption into your bloodstream. You talked about cravings before, so for me at least, 
I've always had a huge sweet tooth. My parents nicknamed me the Goody Queen when I was little. (laughs) They still call me the Goody Queen. So it would be a real challenge to give up my love of sweets completely. I make better decisions these days, but I'm really interested to hearing about how in just 14 days you can kind of curb those cravings. Because for me, it's like clockwork. Whenever I have something savory or salty, whether it's a you know a sandwich, a salad, even mm. a dinner entree, I can take my last bite and I immediately need something sweet. It's like a, a huge, huge craving I have all the time. So if I cut sugars out just in general, do you think my cravings would, would lessen? Yeah, they would. 14 days is about the perfect time to establish good eating habits and to change some of those bad habits that you've had. You know, that 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 sweet, that need for sweetness after your dinner is all in your mind, really. You can get over that, really. And it, and it takes about 14 days by cutting things out of your diet that are too sweet and stopping the, the sweets after dinner. Mm-hmm. Here's what we, we recommend in the book that instead of going for dessert, you go for a 15-minute walk. Studies have shown that just doing that can reduce cravings for sugar and, and slow the impact of, uh, of sugar in your, in your bloodstream. Wow. Unless you're walking Unless you're walking ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then, but maybe it bounces out because you burn some right. calories yeah. and then you got to walk back anyway. Yeah. Um, that's good stuff. Now, that's so interesting. One thing, Jeff, but to, to kind of close this out, and, and obviously you've packed the book with, with easy tips. Um, 14 days seems a reasonable amount of time. You know, one of the things that people tend to think about, and, and I've been guilty of this as well, and it's something that you know, my wife Natalie has just kind of come to the realization of and kind of tried to balance out, is so many of us try and, you know, r- rectify our reliance on added sugars by turning to artificial sweeteners. Right. It's, we often do that. Right. And it's a mistake. It's not sugar, right? No. It's, it's sugar-free. It's not sugar. Right. Instead, I'm going to use this and all, all's well. The, the problem we have with, with the, ad, the um, artificial sweeteners is that sometimes they're even sweeter than the natural Many ones. times, right? Many times they and are. They and, taste fake, too, a lot of them. They taste fake. Yeah. I don't, I don't like them. But what they do, they, they tell your brain that you, to expect the calories, Mm-hmm. And when the calories don't come, your brain wants more and more sweetness, more and more sugar. So it can actually backfire on you. Gotcha. So we, we, you know, in, in the book, then we, you go looking for it. You go looking for and it. You're, and you're going to find it. If you not, will. then get out of the way. So the book is really about being, learning to be mindful of, of your mm-hmm. sweets and what you're putting in your body and, and break that sweetness habit. And, and, you know, being mindful. And one thing I really liked about the book was one of the tips was uh, to, to carry a reminder card. Like when you go to the grocery store, like right. carry, carry a post-it yeah. note or something and put I'm, it on your list and, 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 and say what? Well, I'm a big, big fan of cheat sheets. So, right. you, you know, you say no sugar, low sugar on right. that card and high fiber. high fiber. And every time you pick something up from the shelf, look at the nutrition label. Is it no sugar or low sugar? Is it high fiber? Then you're safe. Right. And if too. it isn't, put it back. And that's how you make smarter decisions. Speaking of smart decisions, do you guys have life insurance? Absolutely. I have kids. See? I don't yet, but don't. I See? need to have it. Believe it or not, 71% say that they need life insurance, but only 59% actually have it. Now, like Megan, I fit in with the 71%, but not the 59% myself. And like many, it boils down to procrastination, right? I just tell myself that it's something I'll get to when I have more time to, to sort it all out. 
Turns out you don't really need that much time at all. Policy Genius is an easy way to compare life insurance online. You can compare quotes in just five minutes. When it's that easy, putting it off becomes a lot harder. You can compare quotes while sitting on the couch watching TV. You can compare quotes while listening to this podcast, but wait till the end. They don't just make life insurance easy. They also compare disability insurance, renter's insurance, and health insurance. If you care about it, they can cover it. So if you need life insurance and like me, you've been putting it off because it's too confusing or you don't have the time, check out Policy Genius. It's the easy way to compare top insurers and find the best value for you. There's no sales pressure and zero hassle, and it's free. PolicyGenius.com. When it's this easy to compare life insurance, why put it off? All right. I really want to thank Jeff for coming in today because well, thanks for having yeah, me. This yeah, is awesome. this is this fun. is such a great conversation. And not just for us, but you know, so many people that I talk to, sugar is such a hot topic. It's like I said, it's kind of taken that role as food villain. We all realize it. You know, I just saw a study earlier this week that said, you know, that kind of showed what a significant impact the sugar tax in Philadelphia mm-hmm. has had. And like mm-hmm. I said, they're talking about, yep. you know, lobbying uh sturdier taxes in places like London, you know, in England where they're dealing with an obesity crisis as well. So there's a reason behind it. It's something that, you know, you, you, it doesn't just fuel the obesity crisis, but it, you know, to your point, it's tied to a lot of different uh, health concerns um, that's worth kind of getting a grip on. So if you haven't had a checkup lately, if you haven't seen your doctor, it's worth considering doing that and kind of, you know, getting that, that reality check and, and Hey, maybe you're great and go on living and that's fantastic. But you know, like Jeff, maybe you kind of get an eye opening piece of data that, that changes the way you, you move forward. Well, having too much sugar in your diet can affect, uh, your heart, your brain. Yeah. The doctors are actually calling, uh, um, high blood sugar type 3 diabetes because right. it's you know we've had to add another level another of level, diabetes yeah. right, right? <laughs> not good well thanks for listening and if you haven't already make sure you subscribe hopefully you like it enough to leave us a rating and share it with some friends that may also love getting a healthy dose on the best ways to navigate the hundreds of food decisions each and every day also be sure to visit our website eatthis.com like us on facebook and follow us on twitter and instagram we're at eat this not that and now You can even subscribe to our new Eat This Not That magazine. Just go to the subscribe button on our homepage to find out more. More importantly, let us know what food choices are on your mind. We'll tackle them here for you so you can be confident that you're making the right choice every time. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for a steady stream of fun, informative, and mind-blowing food knowledge from me, John Hammond, Megan Murphy, and a bunch of experts and guests like our friend Jeff Satari here that will help you eat this, not that.